Someday I'm going to be walking down the streets minding my own business. And bam! I'm going to be shot by some pig who's going to swear that it was a mistake. I accept that as a part of my destiny. Si es mi destino morir en la calle como un perro. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Hey yo, hey yo, let my niggas live. We showing pool, get paper. Catch me in the caper on shrooms, yo. Let my niggas live. We real niggas, that's God body. Challenge anything, make major moves. Let my niggas live. We giants, live off the land lions. Post with iron, no crying rules. Let my niggas live. Hey yo, let my niggas live. Handle your bed and kill no Millionaire feet, whole family eat. Yo, y'all niggas is weak. Got a bird beat, chirp, chirp, speak. Kids that's rich, that are running your bitch and buy the third week. Yo, mark my word, me and my herbs speak That's that fire, move like Schwinn's Yo, invisible pins, that right light Lee Glenn's, hit with the J.F. Kennedy shot Smash with the Acapulco rifle Got, got, boat off, but got clock Legendary hand, custom, made it shit Bladed, word up, design your alphabets Reps get graded, we ain't get high saloons Big bag of shrooms, arms limp Home of a large ten big rooms So what we up in here, modeling large With rigorous moves, exotic guards Bust my ham at Welcome to the Yakuza Kick Radio Hot Tag Podcast, collab Collaboration show company. I'm your host, Jay Cat Morris. With me is Shaheen. What's going on, bro? Man, what's going on, man? We got, uh, got a busy week in wrestling. A ton of shows happen. Yeah. So, uh, we'll yeah, get a few of uh, those. CZW versus GCW. <laughs> yeah, but they're having meetings, though. You know, they're having meetings on, on a weekly basis. They share a fucking hallway now, so that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, according to DJ. Yeah, they're on good terms, according to him. We'll, we'll see. I don't know about yeah. that, man. I really don't know about that. Because, yo, last night... So, I guess we can start out with the GCW shit. Uh, okay. Last night, I missed, like, most of the show because I was working until 9.30. Now, luckily, I, I was working in Allentown, so it was literally a five-minute drive, if not less. Oh, okay. Um, to the spot. So, I, I showed up late, and the first match I walked into was um, Ken Broadway against... Uh, um, who's that IWA guy that Jeremy loves? He's uh, a new Mance guy. Warner. Mance Warner, yeah. He was making, okay. He was making his debut. He got really over. A lot of people liked him. You know, granted, it was a smaller crowd. Um, I think the first Allentown show maybe drew like 80 people. This was probably like 100 people. Um, it wasn't like a huge crowd. But I don't, I don't think they expect a huge crowd because the venue's super small. Like, they can't fit 200 people in that fucking place. Really? You know, yeah, unless they're like standing by the arcades, you know. But the actual area where they're seating, it's, it's 150 people maybe. Tops. Mm. You know, very small. I'll never understand how you pay, you know, like a locker. Obviously, you know, I've, I've never run a company and I don't know shit about it, but um, I'll never understand how you pay like a whole roster off of like 100, 120 people. I, I'll never get it. Yeah, I, dude, I really don't understand it either. A lot of the times, like, they'll fly people in and I'm like, dude, this guy probably didn't sell an extra ticket. How the fuck did he fly in? You know, example, love the guy. I mean, I've only seen him twice. Fucking amazing. Eli Everfly. He's not selling extra tickets, though. You know, unless these guys are flying themselves out just for exposure. That's the only thing I could think of. Because, I mean, from California, this dude's definitely a Cali guy. You know, flying from coast to coast. I don't know. I got to think a guy like that's flying himself in. Because sure. he's young yeah. and it's exposure and stuff like that. So you get some of that type of stuff. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, some of those, the guys got to make what they make. I would think, uh, I don't know. Or even, even guys like, uh, I remember Hybrid Wrestling, uh, their first show had like Zack Sabre Jr. against uh, A.L. Fox, and I'm like, Zack Sabre, how the fuck did Zack Sabre come from England to here? 
And I was curious, and I searched around, and he wasn't doing any shows that weekend that I know uh, of. Um, I'm sure he was. I just didn't know about it. Right. But um, they had like uh, they had B Boy on there, and I'm like, from Cali, like B Boy is definitely. I mean, he's you know we like B Boy and everything, but he's not high in demand or anything. Like he's not, nah. you know, he's not coming to the East Coast and doing triple shots. You know. Do you see that uh, B Boy Eli Everfly spot from the weekend? Yeah, I saw you sent that to me on Instagram. Yeah, that was that was awesome, man. I liked that. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah, I think that's at, uh, remember, uh, Kid Chaos from XPW? Yeah. Yeah, I think he, uh, I think he has a school up in Cali, which, uh, uh Eli Everfly, I think he trains there, so. I think Santino Bros or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Santino For those who do, obviously, it sounds ridiculous if you haven't seen the spot we're talking about, but, uh, Eli Everfly was on the outside, two bigger guys out there, I don't know who they were, um, they kind of gorilla pressed him over the ropes into the ring, and B-Boy caught him in a cutter. So it was, it was a pretty cool spot if you want to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I still don't understand how these dudes uh, fly these guys in. It's just it's no, bizarre. No idea. Even, um, you know, when DJ was flying Masada in, and, and the crowds were small as shit, you know, I'm like, dude, 500 bucks for an airplane? Like, how are you making money on this? You right. Know? Or even a case of like TOD when they brought in all those guys from Japan, you know? It's like, sure, you sold 1,500 tickets, but that's a lot of blood work and a lot of fucking permits to get and, and a whole shitload in fucking flights and hotels. Mm hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Never understood that. If they pull it off, they put on that type of card because, I mean, the card was pretty fucking stacked. I mean, honestly, if I was attending shows still, uh, I would have picked GCW hands down and. You know, if they could put on that type of card and call it a success over a hundred something people, then fucking more power to you. You know. Yeah, I think I don't know, man. I mean, a lot of it is is probably uh, you know, brother prices. I'm sure yeah. you know, a lot well, of these shows. Because um, I mean, Homicide, this guy's on TNA. You know, like yeah. I'm sure. I gotta think with him, it's gonna be a little bit easier, especially too with them being you know head trainer situation. Sure. They're probably giving him a good pay for that so it probably balances out we're like hey you do a couple shows here and there you know we're paying you this and it's probably a little bit easier to, to work that situation out and like gauge you know gauges in with them like that but um i can't imagine he's making nothing and yeah. and even like an eddie kingston eddie kingston works enough places he's not making nothing darby's you know killing it and evolving here and there you can't be making nothing right you know um yeah, yeah i, I mean these are guys that gotta add up 50 bucks you know yeah, I mean it's gotta add up. Yeah, I don't know. I think they they probably do a ton in uh, merchandise, as far as uh, I don't know about as as far as like in person, but I know, um, like talking to the Smart Mark guys, you know, GCW is like one of their biggest you know sellers, especially the TOS and NGIs. These dude, they fucking fly off the shelves, you know. Oh, sure. So I'm sure they they make a decent amount on uh sales as far as DVDs, but I don't sure. know, man. Best 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 of power to them. I I you know obviously attend the shows and I like it, so I hope. It keeps going, but um, yeah, yeah. man, I, I like the fact that uh, this Allentown place kind of like forces them to step out of their comfort zone. It's, well, it's weird to say comfort zone when it comes to death matches, but you know their comfort zone is doing death matches because they know it gets over, they know what works, and that's pretty much the formula that they stick to. When they go to yeah. Allentown, they have to switch that shit up. You're not fucking smashing light tubes in an Allentown place, but um, yeah, both shows have been really good from from what I've seen, man. I mean, as far as you know, no no death matches. So this kind of proves that you can't just say, oh, they just do death matches. You know, these are shows that have zero death matches. Primarily they do, though. Sure. And that, that's kind of my thing is when you, you have the ability to put on this type of wrestling 
that's why I think their normal GCW shows should really balance the two because you're just burning yourself out with piles of light tubes in every single match. You, you know, you forget the first light tube match you saw after the fifth one, you see. So I feel like, you know, you're wasting these guys quite a bit, I think. And, uh, you know, shit, man, you're sending the fans home happy, win, lose, or draw with three fucking crazy-ass death matches. And, you know, sometimes less is more. I mean, and if you put in there, like, a banging-ass match that just isn't a death match, I don't, I don't think it hurts the crowd at all. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I prefer a balance, for sure. Yeah. I think um, I think it is overkill with the death matches, but, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, that, that's that's the best scenario when you have to complain about something, you know, too much good of something aside you know versus like a ccw where it's like oh we just don't get enough of anything right um, i'd rather have too much than not enough but yeah they need to balance it out a little bit yeah i mean i i 100 think the fans get their money's worth every single show and then some but the thing is is you know it's just too much i think you know i I don't know. I, I think they hurt their own product because you forget half of the good shit that happens because you outdo it on the same show. It's like they're competing with themselves. Yeah. Themselves. Um, so I guess they had the rejects against uh, Jimmy Lloyd and Mark, Marcus Crane. I didn't I didn't obviously see this one. Um, Eli Everfly and Unbreakable Andy, I heard, stole the fucking show. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I heard you, they fucking killed it. I know. Uh, you I didn't saw see that, though. No, I didn't see that one, but I did see some clips from it. Okay. Um, I saw the one clip where uh, um, Eli Everfly actually did like a crazy ass moonsault from the from the balcony. Oh uh, shit! So yeah, he did some crazy shit. But I heard that stole the fucking show. So definitely, definitely check that out. This is uh, so I, I missed those matches and uh, Schlack and Eddie Kingston. I missed that, but uh, the main spot was basically they had like a pile of chairs, um, mm-hmm. and he did like a suplex um, onto them, and fucking all the chairs just fell apart and. Schlack went back first into the concrete, so I guess he fucked himself up. But he's not like injured, at, like I know out of commission or anything. But it seemed like he was he was injured from what people were telling me. Uh. So we'll we'll see what that and we'll you know what happens with that. But uh, the next match I was there for Mance Warner, I believe is his name uh, against yeah. Ken Broadway. Uh, that Ken Broadway dude, man, I, I like him a lot. You know, he's a he was like the House of Glory champion, and he's yeah. a guy that CZW should be using more, man. I mean, these guys. Uh, they're not much money, and they're much better than the guys that they're using right now. So, hopefully, we'll see more of uh, Ken Broadway. But this Mancer dude, uh, I like his. Uh, he has a lot of charisma. You know what I mean? I see what Jeremy was talking about as far as him having a character. He does definitely have that aura about him. Um, he's not particularly the best wrestler or anything, but uh, he was bloodied up. I think it was a headbutt. I think it was hard way. So, because um, you know, I was standing next to Brett and Danny, and they were saying, "Oh, like, oh shit!" Like he started bleeding, and you could tell it wasn't planned or anything you know it was hard way but i don't know what got him but it didn't seem to bother him too much but uh yeah tony deppin and kyle the beast so that was a lot better than i thought um oh, yeah. this is actually a cool brawl man because i mean this this place in allentown has a ton of like arcade games and different spots you can do spots from and um they were, do- they were just doing fucking like innovative shit man just like you know using the stairs to do bumps and the, the rails and they brawl all over the place so that place, I'll give it to them. If they can't do death matches, they know that they have enough spots that they can do there with the balcony, and they have the, you know, basketball hoop, and they have all kinds of different games and all kinds of weird shit up there that they can use. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and you can tell the owner of the GCW up there, like that, not not the wrestling GCW, the venue. Um, he's a big fan of wrestling because he's like he marks out all the time, so you can tell yeah. like you know he lets them kind of just do whatever they want. Right. Um, but that was a cool match. Tony Depp and defeated Kyle the Beast. Uh, Matt Tremont on Homicide. Um, 
this had some stiff chair shots in there. You know, they they did some hardcore spots. They did some uh, uh, doors, if you will. And it was funny because uh, Homicide threw out a piece of the broken door and uh, completely just fucking like stabbed the ref's arm with it. And the ref was like, you, you could tell the dude was like fucked up. He was just like, oh, my fucking arm, man. Like, he just fucking just like <laughs> just beat the shit out of me, you know, by accident. But yeah, he, he fucking he tried to throw it out of the ring and it just, just fucking caught him right in the biceps. So he <laughs> fucked up the ref. There's a new ref. This dude's like six foot seven or some shit. It's, it's so <laughs> funny seeing him like do like a you know, referee, like, a match between Eli Everfly and, you know, like, one of these little guys. This guy's, like, fucking towering over them, you know? He's literally yeah. almost, like, six and a half feet tall, man. Yeah, that's a bad look. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Dude's bigger than all the wrestlers. He literally. All, bigger than every single wrestler on the roster is fucking <laughs> is, is the ref. So that's that, that was hilarious to me. But, uh, Tremont and Homicide, I think you would like that. I mean, they couldn't do anything too crazy, but it was a good match for what it was. Um... They did a bunch of you know spots on chairs, but that's exactly what you would expect from a match like that. I think it was sure. better. I think it was better than their on point match. I know they had a match at on point years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that one, but I thought this was this was definitely better. And uh, Tremont cut a promo, basically you know calling out Gage, saying last time ever, December sixteenth. Um, they're really hyping this up to be more insane than anything else they've done. So I, I have no fucking clue what they're gonna do. <laughs> But yeah. they're saying that they're both ready to die. So, I mean, that's the name of the show is Ready to Die. So, I'm, I'm really fucking curious to see what the stipulation is for this match. Because, you know, after having concrete blocks on the ground and fucking uh, those huge, like, I don't know, 70 bundles of fucking light tubes in the ring that touch the ceiling. I just, I don't see how you can top those. But Yeah. I mean, you know. Of course, there's the once in a lifetime and shit like that that immediately, you know, reneges on uh, calling itself once and once and done. And WWE's done it a million times, but it really makes me wonder, you know, when you talk about, um, you know, Tremont not hanging it up and this and that. Well, then why why would this be the last one ever? You know what I mean? Like, not like you know the third match of the series, the rubber match, the you know, it's just like last ever. Like, but you're not done with wrestling. You're not done after this year or, or soon after. Like it, it's just strange to me. You know, I mean, why wouldn't you revisit this sometime next year? Like, not continue to do them, but fuck, man, next December, fucking do it again. Not to say that they even won't, but it's just weird that they're already calling it like last ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they really emphasize on the last time ever. You know, you could tell. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, if you see if you see Tremont at these shows, man, and you've been watching him, last couple of months, you could you could tell his body's declining. I mean, he's in, he. I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know if it's just injuries or if there's an actual issue or anything. But you could tell the dude, you know, he's burned out for sure. You know, understandably. Um, yeah, he still goes one hundred percent. I don't think he's like you know phoning anything in or anything. I'm not saying that, but you can tell the dude's just beat up. You know, he's just fucking beat up, dude. He's like eight, twenty years old. He's been killing his body for ten years. You know, it's just. Tears you apart, especially the last year, man. He's been fucking killing himself this year. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask him about all of it too on Wednesday. It'll be a uh, Matt Tremont's return to Yakuza Kick Radio. So I'm definitely gonna get into it. And why? Why is this the last ever? And this and that? Because many a times it's come up like, are, are you retiring? They're like, no, no, no. I'm just quitting tournaments or this and that. And he yeah. keeps saying, no, 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 no. But like, there's a lot of other signs pointing in that direction. So. Yeah, I'll talk to him about it and see what goes on because I'm interested, man. And he's 2017. I don't know how he he can top that. I really don't. Yeah. No, it's going to be tough, man. I mean, he's had some – 
not some of, I think the best matches he's had ever this year. Sure. Um, Absolutely. As far as dream matches, just quality wise, just stipulations, he's just fucking killed it this year. Um, yeah. Well, there's literally like five or six guys that I never thought I'd see Tremont against, and we saw him this year. So. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been killing, especially you know I think GCW had a lot to do with that with them coming back, because again any and most of the matches you're gonna name are from GCW. I think he had the Joey Janela match in CZW maybe that's that's worth throwing out there. But other than that, I don't remember too much stuff from Tremont in CZW in the past year. To be honest with you. Right. They all yeah. kind of just blend in together, you know. It's just like, just him and fucking Stockade throwing against random dudes, or <laughs> yeah, just yeah. But it is what it, it is. It was kind of a bad time in CCW for them to, uh, you know, put him in a heel type persona when he's just like super face in GCW, just murdering sure. shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll watch Tremont Light at CCW, and then we'll watch him just fucking tear the world apart in GCW. So. Which company do you think that looks better for? I understand heel face, but which company looks better because of, you know, what Tremont's lined up to do? I mean, it's it just, it's silly. Yeah, and I think I think it's uh, worth mentioning that pretty much all the regular CZW guys, front row CZW guys, were all at GCW. Yeah, Instead of I mean, CZW. that was huge. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about CZW too, but I mean, it, I think they had under 200 people there. GCW had like a hundred people there. If that, um, I don't know where the rest of the crowd went. You know, I mean, if you add that together, I, I think you're still coming up a little bit short on like a good draw. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking before the show and I was just keep seeing people post it, headed to GCW, headed here. Fucking Captain Dave went to some shit that wasn't even wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, like softball. Yeah, he went to like some kind of softball beer meeting or some shit, and uh, you know he had his mic and he was reporting like he was at a wrestling show, like he didn't miss a fucking beat. But you know he did something else. Uh, Boogie Rag Joe just like dropped sauce off at the CZW joint, but he he wasn't attending. It was like everyone who regularly attends was like I'm doing something else. So I was surprised they had any fans at all. I really thought it was just gonna be like the people filming it, it would have looked like, you know, Nick Gage's fucking <laughs> ultra-violent underground. Yeah, well, dude, let, hold, hold on a second on that, because uh, I, yeah. I was talking to Ryan, you know, he, I asked him, I was like, dude, like, you went to the show, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, give me the highlights, the best, you know, the good and the bad, and let me know, like, how many people went there and what the vibe was like. And um, he told me, like, literally, like, half of the crowd was CZW staff, like, their students and stuff. Put them basically as plants, like in the crowd. And no fucking to, way. Yeah, and they were trying to like, like you know, get some energy Seat out there. Fillers. Yeah, they were the ones that were like chanting shit. It's like fucking like oh, you know the security shit. guards and shit. It's like what the fuck, dude. Oh, so man. I really, I really wonder how much they drew because like apparently a lot of them were just people that would be backstage were taking seats. Wow, so. that's fucking funny. Yeah. You see DJ in the front row <laughs> clapping. Yeah. Fuck you, buddy. Yeah. You DJ. fucking suck. It's like, is that DJ? <laughs> what the fuck? DJ took Cookie Guy's seat. Just fucking chilling there. You see DJ with a box of cookies. Just yeah. like, here, bro. Passing them out. I'm a Cookie Guy. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, Mike A was there last night at GCW. Cookie Guy, you know. Yeah. Um, You know, Matt, the guys that sit with him, they were all there. And fucking Robin was there. And yeah, every, all the usual CZW people were all at GCW last night. Yeah, it's that's fucking funny. Bizarre. Holy shit, man! If they actually had people from the backstage <laughs> sitting in seats, I, that's that's tremendously funny. Yeah, probably like preachers like sitting front row, you know. 
front like was he legitimately sitting front row no i don't know but i mean i he said there was a bunch of students and staff taking seats that's fucking great. A lot of the quote-unquote boys, you know, just taking, taking fucking seats. That is so fucking good. It's like, hey, we're not doing a locker room thing tonight, guys. You guys are all going to sit in the crowd until your match, and then you're going to get out of your chair and fucking head to the entranceway, and we'll hit your yeah. music. We just want to make sure that we look like we're, we have a crowd. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> is that, that Jimmy Jacobs sitting next to me, <laughs> dude? Dude, I swear this is Jimmy Jacobs next to me. Is that the zombie <laughs> princess sitting next to me? Jimmy Lloyd was definitely in the, in, in the crowd. I'm sure they had him take a seat. Brandon Curry, you know, you know those guys were up there. You know, yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Frankie Picard was definitely taking a seat. You know, <laughs> yeah, Blackwater, sure. the demon fucking dude. You know, the Shindy demon. He was definitely taking a seat. Yeah. Gacy's whole clan. Those guys probably had a whole row. Yeah, dude, like, take your masks off, sit in the seats, and then when we do my gimmick, run to the back and put your mask on, and then we'll, we'll do the thing. They will never know it's the same guy. Yeah, we'll all go to the bathroom together and just disappear and put our costumes on and come out. <laughs> yeah. We'll attend the main event at the end, though. We'll, we'll have to watch that. Unreal. Christ, it's awful. All right, let's, let's get to the main event of GCW, which was uh, Darby Allen going against Nick Gage. Uh... Fucking intense ass match, dude. I mean, I, I loved it. You know, it wasn't that. that was, I mean, you saw the main spot. That's basically what it was. I saw a good portion of this match. The dude Jose was uh, filming it through his yeah. phone on Facebook Live. The first time he started doing it, and I, I, I had to comment like, "Dude, are you having a seizure right now? Like, what the fuck is happening with this camera?" <laughs> like, he's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm drinking too much," and I'm like, "Fuck, this sucks, dude." Yeah. And then like. He, he started again. I don't know. Maybe he steadied up his hand after that or something. He rested it on a chair. I don't know what he did, but I saw the majority of the match through that, which was great. I loved it. I, I can't say enough good things about Darby. I really can't. Like, he's gotten so fucking crisp in the ring. He's quick. He's innovative. And he's fucking nuts. I mean, he's just insane. He does I, that balcony dive was just. I mean, he leaped over a set of stairs off the balcony over another set of stairs. To fucking land on Gage and, you know, a bunch of other people, but, uh, and, you know, and Danny DeMano with the fucking life alert cell at the end was probably the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Like, that was completely unnecessary. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, he, went, he went down very slow, man. <laughs> he fucking, he does this afterwards, like, oh god, my heart, you know, yeah. like, he fucking holds onto the chair and, like, slides over, like, this <laughs> You gotta go back and if if anybody out there hasn't seen it, like any angle you get, you can see Danny Devano doing the worst possible sell at the end of that bump. Crazy, crazy fucking spot. Like I said, all all sorts of credit goes to Darby for doing that type of shit out there. I mean, he's just fucking he's nuts. And that's that's what draws me to wrestling. Is somebody who you know, not just the fucking magnet on the side of the thing or anything. Like you don't expect the unexpected. That's what I want. I, I don't want your fucking headlock shoot off the ropes drop down fucking leapfrog like i've had enough of that shit like i know that's that's part of wrestling but like if if we're just gonna go match to match on who does a better leapfrog and drop down maneuver like i don't give a fuck about it at that point i want to see like anything could happen and with a guy like darby with a guy like gage anything can fucking happen And, and i like that shit yeah i think uh we even called it last week we were like dude the balcony it's it's darby yeah, exactly happened. 
And that was way fucking way more than I thought, you know, with him yeah. leaping a set of stairs. Like that's nutty shit, dude. Like that there's so much that can go wrong. Dude, uh, I was I was telling you earlier, you just, you just mentioned DeMonto. I was talking to him right before this happened. And um and I, I knew it was coming, dude. I mean, it's obvious Darby Allen loves doing fucking ceiling spots and shit. So this is perfect. You got a fucking you got a balcony right there, you know. Yeah. And uh he's going up there and he's like and he's you know, he's like basically telling me to like watch out, you know. And then I'm like you know, because we're right underneath the balcony. I'm expecting him to land basically where we are, so it's, like, directly in front of him. Then I see this dude fucking just fly across a whole other fucking staircase. And fly. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Dude, yeah. like, being underneath him, like, he literally went over my head. Like, like looking at that, I was like, what the fuck did this guy just do? And yeah. they, they needed all those bodies to catch him, dude. Because if he went, like, you're dying. If you fucking miss, dude, you smack your yeah. head on the concrete. That That, that was brutal. Crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's nuts. He's absolutely nuts. I mean, I gotta find out if he's got some kind of merch site or something because I'm already I, I'm sold on a fucking t-shirt for this Man, guy because he he's so one of those crazy. fucking guys. He's an absolute draw. Um, he does fucking just incredible shit and he doesn't stop innovating like i said is his ring work man again you get you got to see what he's doing on top of what, what drew me to him and i had him on my show i knew nothing about him but he took the fucking bump off of the the fucking post where he just took like the the hit squad fucking toss out of the ring and just yeah. ate the shit out of that post he took a back body drop to the floor and like fucking guardrail just crazy crazy shit and i mean if that's all he's got it's still gonna get him noticed but you know it'll kind of fade away and i'm sure his career won't be as long but man his fucking his legitimacy in the ring is fucking serious i mean he he's quick he's fucking accurate those handcuff spots man you fuck those up you're breaking your neck you gotta be goddamn good at what you're doing well dude last night he had a uh, nick gage duct taped a, a chair onto his back and fucking beat him up for half the match with his hands tied to his back with a chair. Yeah, I didn't fine. even see that part. Yeah, dude, he's fucking nuts, man. He does, like, real crazy shit. He's not yeah. crazy as far as, like, you know, light tube shit, but he's, like, you know, he's very innovative when it comes to those high spots. No yeah. No pun intended, but, yeah, Jesus, man, he does fucking... And he loves, like, diving off shit, so instantly, like, we knew, like, a balcony, you know, he's doing a moonsault off there. But I was expecting him to directly land underneath him and have people catch him. We right. went all the way across. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I was like, you're yeah. out of your mind, dude. It was like a good fucking like 15 feet, man, 20 feet. That, that shit was fucking long, dude, where he landed. Yeah. I don't know how it came off on tape, but. Nuts. You know. I saw a couple angles, and yeah, it's fucking, it's one of the craziest dives I've ever seen, honestly, because yeah. usually they go to the guy like right down below them. Right. You know, if you see a guy like. That kind of reminded me of, like, RVD when he he jumped off the fucking turnbuckle and then, like, dove into the crowd. And you're like, holy shit, like, he shot far out. You're like, right. ooh, you know, that he could have caught that guardrail if he came up short. Yeah, it was you know, like him it, and Bam Bam, right? The one where he, like, went all the I way to the fucking so. crowd. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, that was another one of those, like, whoa, he fucking, he really dove out there. Like, you really had to, like rely on your jumping ability at that point not just like okay i'm gonna go down they're right there you know i mean that's some accuracy shit or you're fucked 
um yeah he does that that coffin drop he calls it which he kind of does just like a like a trust fall <laughs> like he just fucking tucks his arms and falls backwards and you know that's darby's one one of darby's spots he does so that's kind of what i expected as far as balcony shit and he did some old fucking carl lewis long jump off the yeah, fucking dude. balcony shit it's like crazy the, yeah man he did the michael jordan fucking symbol in the middle of the fucking air dude yeah dude was nuts absolutely not yo man you mentioned rvd like rvd spots were crazy back in the day you know obviously yeah. that's what everybody fucking that's what drew everybody to rvd but yeah. a lot of the shit doesn't hold up now you know but his dives into the crowd those are things like like that spot that he did with bam bam dude that's shit that yeah. people still can't do you know right because the way he like sure they dive off the top rope and go into they don't do what he did he fucking went full like the impact of that was a lot harder than fucking ar fox you know jumping into the crowd or you know, Ricochet doing some cute, you know, 60, 680 salt in the air and yeah. the guy landing. What, what he did, man, that could fucking crack your skull open in two seconds if you don't land right. So Yeah. And that's, the, that's the thing. Um, You know, it kind of – Darby reminds me of so many different people. You know, some of the bumps he takes reminds me of, like, Mondo because Mondo, you know, the shit that he would do – minus death matches he would take bumps just like to the floor and it was just like fuck man how, how is his tailbone holding up like crazy shit just landing on a ladder that was on the floor held up by nothing like right. crazy shit like that um and then the other thing uh old school czw rick blade man he did the same thing yeah, you'd walk into a place and see a balcony and be like oh blade's coming off of that yeah. shit all day long and he would do some crazy swanton, and, and Blade wasn't the most accurate guy either, so there was a chance he was breaking shit. Like, uh, the one show, he fucking shattered his leg at Sewell, and he had dove off that wall before, too, but I was there. It was uh, take one. It was supposed to be, like, a TV taping. I think it was a TV taping. And it was take one, and it was a four-way of all the CZW originals. It was Justice Payne, Nick Gage, Lobo, and Rick Blade, the four original guys to walk into CZW uh, Academy, Dojo, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, And uh, I don't think it was a dojo then. But anyway, um, and fucking, I I think Lobo fucked his knee up on that, and and then Blade, he stacked the tables too high, like, one on top of the other and fucking swantoned off of the thing and just hit it where his, his leg hit at an angle and just shattered that shit and just fucking like screamed like it was you knew it was fucking terrible and um yeah man but it, that never stopped him you know even when he came back he was diving off of shit and you've you seen the clip online where he did in delaware and he dove he did a swanton off of the truck Trent Acid on the table, completely misses him, overshoots him, lands on the fucking ground, gets up, shakes his head, goes to the top of the trunk, it, truck and hits it on the second go. <laughs> it's just like, shit, this yeah. dude's fucking nuts. Yeah, dude, Blade was doing crazy shit in uh, Jersey All-Pro, too. Doing some yeah. kind of crazy shit. But um, before we get into CZW, let me ask you this, because obviously, you know, we had, uh, I had Gage on, on last week, mm-hmm. and... um. What do you think about him, what he said about CZW? Because, I mean, it's, it's confirmed now. Like, CZW, the doors are open. He just doesn't give a fuck at all about it. Do you see him ever going back? Because, like, it really seems like, you know, he keeps saying, like, he owns a part of GCW. I'm starting to believe that shit. Like, he, he might be the third man in there, you know? It seems like that's kind of his bread and butter. Do you see him ever going back to CZW? I mean, I, I doubt it. I, I just don't think CZW set up as a place for, um for him to be i don't i don't think there's there's anything attractive about czw to him 
I could see them, you know, bringing him in for like a TOD or something. But even that, like, I think Gage is going to want something. He's going to want like, hey, put me in the finals or put me through, you know, put me over again. I, I just I feel like there's going to be there's got to be something at stake for him and I, I don't think just ccw as is is it um i saw where he's lined up to wrestle david star beyond at the end of the month so at least he's you know he's branching out and he's going other places so maybe maybe doors start to open maybe they give him an attractive offer for an opponent like hey you know we're flying such and such in fucking come in and we'll, we'll give you him you know what i mean like any anything's possible i just yeah. think ccw as is to come back as like a monthly guy i think that's far-fetched yeah yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening anytime. And you know, DJ can say they're on good, good terms with GCW, and they sit down and talk. Like, dude, I, I know you guys don't like each other. It's clear. Nah, DJ know? says he talks with Triple H too. I mean, he's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, they're running TOS right before TOD. They they start their fucking school, you know, across the the, the lockers from you guys. Like, come on, dude. Are you... you guys aren't friends. Stop it. Yeah, I'm not retarded, man. Come on. Know exactly what's happening here. It's clear, but uh, yeah, that's just. It's not... But um, yeah, let's get into the CZW thing. Um, so I obviously wasn't at the show because I can't be in two places at once, and uh, I wouldn't have gone anyway because I think I'm I'm not even going to Cage with that this year. Um, I think my next CZW show will probably be TOD. Uh, other than that, like TOD and Cage of Death maybe every year, but I think that that about wraps it up for me. Unless like you know shit picks up but the way it's going right now dude it's really not worth it it really right. isn't you know um so gcw for the most part and jersey all pro if they ever do shows so, yeah. uh, uh tj macaroni had uh posted his schedule and it's like uh february he has jersey all pro listed so i guess they're doing a show in february okay all right well so. february i guess i'll be at G- uh jersey all pro we'll see yeah. But, um, yeah, I asked uh, Ryan to take some notes for me for the show, and he said, uh, let's start out with the crowd size. He said it was under 200. <laughs> there was plenty of staff and crew members <laughs> sitting around. Um, That's fucking funny. Hey, isn't that DJ's dad? I remember <laughs> I remember him from TOD. Like, that's his fucking brother right there. Holy shit. Dude, I would I would have died, though, if DJ just took the cookie gimmick, though, man. <laughs> if he just took the seat and fucking passed up. That... Days. Like, I would actually respect that. Like, he's got, like, a little bit of a sense of humor yeah, about it. And just, like, doing, like, fake Diesel. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> just, like, look at him with the fake Razor Ramon gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> he's replacing the fans with the fucking students. <laughs> that would have been great. I think even the fucking people who skipped going to CZW, who were there every month, would be tempted to go back just because of how funny that shit was. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been great. But, uh... All right, I guess the show started out with some dude named Mitch Valen. What the fuck that is? I don't, I don't know. And he had an open challenge. And is that the kid without a name from last month? Maybe. Yeah, I didn't even have a name, so who the fuck knows? Yeah. Uh, by the way, great gimmick too, right? Like that's that's his gimmick is that nobody knows his name. And now we know him because they didn't know his name. So yeah. Beautiful. It's very uh, thoughtful. Sweet. Nice. Uh, yeah, he had an open challenge and Big Scare came out. And uh, he put him through a door, and apparently nobody gave a shit because he said it was a completely silent. So this, and that seems to be the theme. He said it was literally the most depressing CZW show. Uh, it's the worst <laughs> CZ, not not just CZW show. He said it's the worst show he's ever gone to, other than the first Extreme Rising, which because you know everybody was drugged up and couldn't wrestle. 
He said, what yeah. the worst show ever that he's, he's going to. It was depressing. Like, the crowd was the deadest thing ever. You didn't get a single CZW chant. Just nothing. Just dead. This is Ryan? Yeah. Just fucking yeah, dead. Yeah, he didn't even get the palm uh, Rebby's yeah. guy's ass. Yeah, Rebby. And, and Ryan's one of those guys that usually gets hyped by these shows, you know? So, like, when he's saying it's fucking dead, man, like, you know. See, you know, dead. that's my thing, too, is, you know, your CCW Defenders, your Joey Janellas, your your... You know, obviously, DJ Hydes, your your Lyles, your Gacy's can tell you like, oh, you don't know, and this it. But like, for instance, if CZW was like a president, what do you think their approval rating would be right now? Like, what do you think amongst the loyal fans, amongst the people who are watching, what would your approval rating be? Don't go by me. Don't go by anybody. Go across the board to the people who are still showing up to shows and ask them, what would you? what kind of number would you put on this i bet it would be pretty fucking low so i mean you guys could you know pretend and try to gaslight people and be like oh no that's not what's happening at all you have no idea the fans are loving it and it's like yeah but every single person i talk to is like fuck why yeah. why is that yeah I don't, and the I don't first understand. alternative they got with gcw running the same night where the fuck did they go come on yeah i don't i don't see them getting uh getting a high number if they're gonna run it that close the whole fucking audience no um, yeah I mean they like doing Q&A's why don't they just throw up one of those uh, tweets that says grade us 1 to 10 and fucking just you know add that up and see what you get yeah yeah but uh yeah it is what it is uh Ace Romero and JT Dunn JT Dunn apparently got uh injured did you see this at all nah they'll don't you know as far as that uh that poll you just mentioned you know they'll, they'll delete anything under five <laughs> they'll delete and block anything under a five <laughs> it's like what's that low score okay yeah delete blocked <laughs> you're fucking out of here eight buddy. Plus? all right well, now jt dunn got hurt yeah apparently uh pulled a hamstring i don't know he fucked himself up oh. and uh he was pulled off of beyond too so he's pretty much out that sucked. i think uh wasn't the uh juicy product returning on beyond maybe i don't know i think so maybe I know I saw that somewhere. I don't know where they were returning. I think beyond, but I could be wrong. Yeah. What happened with David Starr? I saw you post something up uh, about David Starr with Masada. Oh, that's just... Well, I mean, we can go into that with the Masada thing. But um, David Starr apparently like won his match against uh, Tim Donst or whoever. Yeah. And uh, he posted something like, you know... Uh, you know, the streak is over for CCW because he had like a losing streak going where he just lost every match uh, for a while. So he said, you know, the streak is over for CCW. Now on to my my main focus and he hashtag best of the best. And Masada, because he was just looking for any excuse to bash JML, yeah. was like, yeah, fuck CZW, on to bigger and better things, and fuck JML. So, like, I, I don't think he even realized or cared that he was talking about an angle within CZW. So. Right, right. That's what confused me. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he was just like, good, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah we'll get into that. If, uh, good times. Masada. But uh, I guess this match had to be cut short, so it wasn't really much of a match. It began and it ended. That's pretty much mm-hmm. what it is. And he was just running the ropes, apparently, and just fell and collapsed. Yeah, that uh, shit happens, man. Yeah. Uh, David Starr and Dunst, uh, they talked a lot during the match, and Dunst was calling him a loser and whatnot, and uh, David Starr won in a boring match. So, so Great. far, this show seems like shit, to be honest with you. 
Not very what, good. Were they over with the uh, students, though? Is that, I think that's that's what the question is. Like, were the students marking out for this shit? How much merch did the students buy that night? <laughs> yeah. How many CZW shirts did you they did, home? like, they sent them over to the merch tables, like, dude, these are the best shirts ever. I can't believe it. Dude, did you see these shirts? Like, they're yeah. trying to, like, draw in. <laughs> Forcing Jimmy, Jimmy Lloyd to buy 50 shirts before he goes home. Dude, Dude, give me that money back. Booked. It was just for show, man. Just just give me this money back. Yeah. Want to get booked next month, man? You want to make DJ happy? You leave a good impression. I'd suggest you grab a couple of those shirts, man. Take them home with you. <laughs> Fucking sold them on a whole batch. But, uh, we had Ethan Page and Space Monkey in a comedy match. Uh, not much not, not much to comment on this one as far as him, but I, I mean, this was probably all right. I like that man. Space Monkey, dude. And Ethan Page man, I'm not too big on, but uh, whatever. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs and Sammy Callahan was announced in an old school rules match. Yeah. Old school rules. Whatever the fuck that means. I I don't know what that means. Well, Jimmy Jacobs is a CZW legend, so <laughs> clearly he would know how to take it old school. According yeah. to CZW, he's a, he's a legend. Yeah. So we had the this legendary match right here that was an old school rules CZW match, and uh, they did nothing but bring chairs into the ring and use chairs. So old school okay. rules means a chair match, I guess. This is that's what it is. So they had a chair match. Yeah, I mean, maybe old school rules means like they were just gonna bring in Alex Shelley, have him wrestle instead of Sammy Callahan, and and uh, Jimmy was gonna wear furry boots because that's the only thing I remember as far as old school. And like Becky Bayless is gonna bring him to ringside. And then get mad, mad at Black Jeeves. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, this match apparently wasn't a great match. So I don't know if Jimmy Jacobs has like ring rust or not. I don't know what's going on exactly with that, but I mean I, I would have to see this. I, I gotta imagine this match was good. I mean I, I don't know. I can't imagine it just being bad. I think you know a lot of times what happens is with these crowds, you know, they could say whatever the fuck they want about their shows and pretend like it's great, but you can turn the fucking crowd. So by the fourth fifth match, people don't give a fuck what you do anymore. Like you just piss them off for you know a quarter of the show. They feel like, you know, they're already, like, looking at, like, what they could have spent their money on that night. And it's like, yeah, this is pretty good, but still, fuck. Yeah. You know, like, it, you put a bad taste in people's mouths. And, you know, by by that match that's supposed to be good, you're not even really giving it a fair chance at that point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he said there was two good matches on the CCW okay. card. And he said uh, one was Shane Strickland and fucking Gacy. And, was- uh... Before anything, I mean, Jimmy Jacobs went over in that match. So, I mean, you got to figure that he's coming back. I would assume so. I would hope so. I mean, yeah. Sammy Callahan well, I mean, is a booker. So. Sammy's barely coming back, so I guess it doesn't really matter either way. Like, that's they that's both... another thing we actually have to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up because we totally forgot about that. They could both be on two shows next year, and it would be probably about the same. You know? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jimmy Jacobs and Sammy Callahan. I'll have to check this out too because this this match uh, intrigued me. But I mean, I don't know, man. I'm going off what he said, and he said there was two good matches, and this was not one of them. So okay, we'll see. We'll see what happened in this match. Um, apparently Shane Strickland and Joe Gacy was a good match. Okay, um, and Joe Gacy, I guess, won the title. Then uh, Ricky Shane Page interrupted him and did like a like a money cash in, you know, like a money briefcase. I don't know what the fuck the, this gimmick came from. I didn't realize this was a thing. Money in the bank, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I thought he just got a shot at Cage of Death. I didn't realize he has a shot anytime because they already announced what he he's getting didn't. A shot. He definitely fucking didn't. Yeah. Like he definitely like 
they gave him like whatever you want, whenever you want. And he said, okay, here's what I want. So like, that was his fucking shot. Like, so they clearly shuffled the deck because that's not what they wanted to do. Which is weird because I mean, it makes me think that no question Joe Gacy's getting a title at cage of death. Right. And that's the way they wanted it to go down because if it was the other way around, you would have just gave Gacy the title against Strickland. He was going into cage of death against Ricky Shane page who already had a shot at cage of death. So you would have had the same exact match. Only difference is it wouldn't have been a title change. If you've already put it on Gacy. So it makes me feel like they definitely want to put it on Gacy at cage of death. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the only reason you would do all of that. Why else would you do that? And, and how is that going to get over with the crowd? I mean, it's just going to... No, that's it. not their goal. <laughs> you, yeah, could just, you could cut that shit out right now. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that's not what they that. want to do. All right, but let me read. Somebody actually posted this as, like, the the result to that match. And I think, you know, part of this has, has a little bit of, you know, different shit in there than, you know, what, what you're just hearing is... Joe Gacy defeated Shane Strickland for the CCW title with a splash after interference during which Reynolds turned on John Silver. After the match, Ricky Shane Page cashed in, winning the title after Larry Legend hit Gacy with a nightstick. All right, first off, Reynolds turns on Silver to join Gacy. Reynolds hasn't been in CCW in like a fucking year. Like two years. Like the beaver boys haven't been a team in czw in a long fucking time so what they're doing is they're bringing back last year's tag teams and giving half of them to joe gacy <laughs> like they got dan barry yeah. on there they got fucking uh alex reynolds on there like well, how are you gonna have a guy turn on another guy who hasn't tagged with in a fucking year i it just it's fucking silly and then larry legend is fucking causing title changes because joe gacy attacked them a couple months ago like Oh, I'm sorry. He probably forgot about that. So that, that was probably really weird to him because Gacy forgot that that happened. Yeah. Well, dude, don't, just... don't forget that, that they need tag teams right now. So what sense does it make to break up another tag team that's actually pretty decent? You know, like you have yeah. complete shit tag teams right now. One who who's the champion that we don't know. Why not bring in the Beaver Boys and just leave them as it is? You need guys like that. Why, why break them up and give them to fucking Joe Gate? I don't understand that. Don't yeah, know. I... So um, this this actually prompted uh, uh, Rick Clark. He uh, you know, when I was asking for topics and questions, he uh, he asked, you know, what about um, Joe Gacy becoming the new Nick Burke? And he was he was meaning because back in 2001 in Delaware, Nick Burke won the title for like a minute, and then fucking lost it. And um, so I think Tajiri. Um, or Justice Payne. I know it it changed hands like three times that night. No. Um, and then I think the next night or the next week it changed hands again. But um, so so that shit happened, and uh, <laughs> and I just responded with like I knew what he was talking about, but I responded with like you know Gacy has a horrible gimmick and uh, he's made himself look like a fool as of late, but he's not a complete piece of shit like Nick Burke. And he's like, no, no, I meant the title change, but I hate Nick Burke too. I was like, yeah, yeah. So then, of course, Joe Gacy shows up yeah. <laughs> with the with the run-in. How did I make myself look like a fool? And he's going on and on about this, you know. He he just he really thinks that he was like super innovative with the uh, thing, and he. I told him, you know, well, the Facebook Live gimmick, you know, that's that that was fucking terrible. And then he goes, you know, oh, so what do you think about the Nick Gage? Um, fight club 
It's like, first off, if you really think he took that from you and not the ultraviolet underground, <laughs> then I don't know what to tell you, bro. Yeah. I have no idea how to explain fucking life to you. If you really think that wasn't innovated by the ultraviolet underground and not Joe Gacy's fucking Facebook. Right. Like... I don't know what to tell you. I, I really don't. Like, I don't want to just be a complete dick to Joe Gacy on a, on a weekly basis, but that shit made him look fucking stupid. And running around with the world title, he went to some fucking bar and grabbed some dickhead in the fucking in the parking lot and drug him from the, the cement area. Like, grabbed him and walked him over to the fucking grassy area and suplexed him to retain the CZW world title. Again, if you don't know why that looks bad, I don't want to talk to you about it. I yeah. just, I'm all set. Like, it looked like shit. He said, oh, the payoff was a guy going crazy. And I said, I think you went crazy when you thought of that shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I just, I don't understand how he, he sees that as like a, he reflects on that as like a, an up. Like, I fucking invented something. And if you can't appreciate that, then, well. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh. You know, I gave him another example, which was him cutting a CZW World Heavyweight Championship fucking promo in his garage when his mom walks in. And I, I don't understand why he, like, challenges people to give him examples when things like this have happened, you know? It's like, dude, like, I you cannot convince me that that was good. Like, there's no way anybody can sell me on a... And then, mind you, this fucking promo was 45 minutes long. We're not talking about a two-minute promo. 45 minutes of him going live in his mom's garage and his mom walks in. Oh, mom, mom, <laughs> you, give, me, give me two minutes, mom. I'm cutting a promo for the for the world title. Dude, like, you, yeah. you want me to buy this guy as the main event? That's yeah. I, I, and, and, you know, his, his big response to that, his big end response was, thanks for reminding me of something that I didn't... Uh, what the... Let me find the exact quote because I'm sorry. Like, that shit, that was wild shit, man. I never, I've never. Yeah, it's, and and this is uh, this is not just him. It it runs across the whole roster for some reason. Uh, I mentioned to DJ Lyle being like this. Like Lyle and Gacy remind me of each other a lot, as far as like how emotional they are and how, how like irritated they get by people's opinions, and they don't like being challenged either. Like that's that's one thing that I saw. Um, yeah, seems to be a pattern. Anytime you you challenge any of them, like hey dude, like this is a reason why I'm saying this. Oh. It, Thanks for your, you know, insight. You don't have to like it. Yeah, so his comment was, but thanks for updating me on something that was almost a year ago. Honestly forgot it happened. Right. So it's like, all right, first off, you showed up to defend shit, and by the time we were done talking, you had amnesia. That shit, that shit is crazy, man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Again, this is why you look bad, because you come on fucking Facebook and tell people, oh, I, I forgot that even happened. Well, then shit, dude. If if you forgot it, what the fuck you think my opinion on it is? I mean, <laughs> you know, you should be pretty memorable, but then again. Yeah. And let's let's be honest. It wasn't a year ago. This was We're talking like no. three, four months ago. Tops. Yeah. You know. um, I don't know. And, and the thing is, is, you know. I was a fan of Joe Gacy. I I thought he was a, he was a great dude. I talked to him on on a show before, and um, I, I think his his ring work is solid. I think he's a good wrestler. I still I stick to the. I think he's a mid carder. I think he's a solid fucking mid carder that's valuable to a company, a hundred percent. 
I don't think you shove him into the main event, and I don't think it's a good fit. And I think the way he conducted himself with the main event putting put on him, I think proves me 100% right. And again, I'm not the booker. So just saying, well, psh, I guess you're wrong because I'm the main event again. Like, dude, just because they do it doesn't mean it's working. You know, again, look where your loyal people are. They're not fucking like, shit, I can't believe I fucking missed Joe Gacy winning the fucking title. They're, they're like, dude, did you see Darby jump off the motherfucking railing? Right. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. And like I said, I'm not I'm not just trying to make a theme out of shitting on Gacy. But when there's that much of a delusion of like, what could you be talking about? Well, how could you possibly be upset with what I did online? Gacy, uh, Gage just stole my shit. And you like that? Like, what do you... Yeah, Come actually, on. somebody else just commented on the same post that you're talking about. Uh, this dude, Tyler Nelson. Okay, that's um, that's uh, Tyler Veritas. Who's that? He used to be uh, he used to be teamed with um, uh, Adam Cole. Really? I don't remember this dude. But he said, when the booking gets fucked and you don't get the original payoff that was originally planned, it doesn't always pan out pretty. In fact, many times it doesn't, and that's not just CZW or Gacy. That happens everywhere. Sometimes shit just doesn't work. Either buy into the product or not, or for better or worse, you can't have it both. I, I hate this phrase of like you have like either buy in fully and just like everything, or just just don't watch. Like, I, why, why is this a new thing? Like, why can't people just just be like, oh, yeah. dude, I like this, but I hated this about the show. Why is it you have to buy into a product and just support them one hundred percent and not criticize them whatsoever, unless it's in a positive fashion? I, I don't understand that. If I had a company, I wouldn't want fans like that. You know what I mean? That's not how you grow, man. You don't you don't grow by everybody just being yes men and fucking kissing ass. You don't grow like that. Yeah, uh, it's you know that that's a lot of the statement that that goes like, yeah, oh, if you don't like it, why are you watching? Like, shut up, man. I I'll watch if I want to watch the worst thing in the world and just comment on it for the rest of my fucking life. That's what yeah. I could do. It's just just I have the option to do all of that shit. Like you don't make the options. You guys don't create like the options. Of, well, you could do this or you could do that. Oh. Yeah, it's, that sounds good, but like you don't have that type of power. So, and I guess like like the big highlight of the night was supposed to be Larry Legend's return. Like that was supposed to be big. That was supposed to be like a big angle. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that really worked out. Um, but yeah, apparently Jimmy Lloyd and Brandon Kirk uh, saved the show. Apparently, they had the best match of the night and did the craziest shit. Uh, yeah, they stripped the fucking canvas off. They had the boards down, you know, the fucking planks down, and uh, I think what no rope barbed wire or some shit. Yeah, no rope barbed wire. They took the canvas down. I think they had barbed wire on the ground. Um, they had a scaffold, and then they had like panes of glass and no light tubes, but panes of glass and thumbtacks yeah. and all kinds of shit. Um, I saw they did the scaffold spot. You know, well, cool. Yeah. But, uh, from what I hear, they've had crazier matches in GCW, and on this show, we've we've said those were some of the the worst GCW matches. So I can't see this being like one of those matches where I'm like, oh shit, like I have to you know buy this fucking eye pay per view to see this match. Um, I'm Again, sure it probably was the craziest match on the show. Though. I don't doubt oh, that. Oh, on the show, yeah, it doesn't look like they did anything else crazy at all. But yeah. the thing is, again, I, I said Brandon Kirk, I think is is a good worker i think he's got a lot of charisma i think um i think he's a good guy to have on board um i think jimmy lloyd is fucking horrendous and i think just putting the two of them in the main event because 
your soul died. I don't I don't understand that. And, and you know, Lyle posts, yeah, he posts a picture. Yeah, yeah, right. We don't do ultra violence anymore. It's like, settle the fuck down. Yeah, again, we're comparing this to fucking Schlack versus Marcus Crane in fucking GCW or, you know, Tremont Gage in GCW. Like, right. it's not even the same animal. You guys are just, I mean, Jimmy Lloyd is their second death match on the fucking card out of five. So, right. let, let's stop pretending, man. Yeah, if not the first, and he's he's the only guy you know doing death matches on your show pretty much. Doesn't seem like Tremont's doing much on CZW anymore. Um, Schlack, God knows what the fuck you know is going on with him with CZW. And speaking of Schlack, we'll actually have him on the show this week. Um, nice. I'm gonna have uh, Kevin Castle's brother, John Draper, on the show too. He's like big into the hardcore scene and the punk scene, so he knows a lot of the, like Schlack's buddies and stuff from like 25 years back. So. uh It'll be cool to like have them, you know, talk about like old shit too. So it won't just be wrestling. We'll talk some uh, some music shit too. Get some of that out of him. But uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. But yeah, I don't know, man. CCW is just it's getting worse every month, man. I hate to say it, you know. Believe me, I don't. I, and I'm not, you know, I'm speaking for myself. I don't. I'd rather you know watch a good product and not bitch about it every week. But uh, they're just not delivering. I just I, I don't see anything that excites me about about CCW right now at all. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's whack. And again, Jimmy Lloyd and and uh, Brandon Kirk shouldn't be your main event. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Yeah. You know, that that that's just I don't know. I just think it, it CZW's really become a B show. It, it just hasn't. It's not the main attraction anymore. People aren't bringing out their A game there. You've said it many times. You watch one guy work in CZW. You watch him work in GCW, and it's a whole other thing. Yeah. It, it, it's become a B show. It's not the place where people bring their A game. It's not the main event, the main stage for people to put on the craziest match of their career anymore. It's just it's a payday. People go in there, they do what they could do. You know, I'm not saying they put on horrible matches across the board or anything, but I don't think they're trying to go all out in CZW anymore. Yeah. And, of course, there's exceptions. There's, you know, your Joey Janela's that go with fucking Leo Rush and do nutty spots all over the building and everything else. But, I, I mean, seriously, like we just talked about Matt Tremont. What, you know, let's compare Matt Tremont and CZW 2017 to Matt Tremont and GCW 2017. It's it's not the same. Right. Like a schlack. Yeah, Schlack, even, same even thing. Guys like Private Party, you know, much yeah. better matches than GCW. Yeah, well, Private Party has a hard time getting off of Dojo Wars in CCW. Like, for the most part, they just use guys like those guys and Murder by Kicks. They've used those guys in Dojo Wars. And, you know, DJ will tell you, like, oh, they're not, they're not really ready for the main CCW show. But I brought this guy over from pro wrestling in Hollywood. He's the fucking wire champion right now. Like Johnny Yuma and Peter Avalon and shit like this. Like, I mean, there's clearly an agenda, and it's not fan entertainment. Yeah, I'm not a not a big fan of it. By the way, I just sent you uh, something that Lyle just posted up. It's a Jesus picture Christ. of picture of Joe Gacy, and uh, he's saying he's going to be the next world champion. Just look at this picture and tell me what kind of advertisement this is and what kind of message this sends out as far as Cage of Death. Is this something that you want? To represent Cage of Death for 2017, this is, you know, mind you, <laughs> mind you, dude, he looks depressed as fuck, man. Yeah, dude, this is the worst. He looks like someone ever. stole his mask and balloon, <laughs> and just he's yeah. like, dude, what the fuck, man? I just, I just went out to the parking lot and someone slashed my fucking tires, oh my and I lost my fucking, fucking wallet earlier. <laughs> he's like, he just looks like seriously, dude. 
I left my fucking keys right here. Where the fuck are my keys? Dude, I don't even know how I'm getting home tonight. I gotta wake up at 5 in the morning tomorrow. Like, what the fuck, man? He looks so fucking just... Dude, this is the same face he had when his mom walked in in the middle of the promo. It's just straight <laughs> disappointment. Just, oh, come on, mom. This is him looking at my Facebook post earlier tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mom. You're actually giving me a shot. Yeah, it's 45 minutes, mom. Come on. I'll be I'll be ready for dinner. I'm just cutting a promo for this, mom. Ah. Jesus Christ. That is such a terrible fucking picture, man. Yeah. It's not, it's <laughs> not a terrible good. fucking picture. It's not good. I don't, I don't know what's going on with this, man. So, yeah, Lyle, man, I don't, I don't know what you're uh, trying to accomplish with this, but, yeah, it's rough. Uh, yeah, all right. Oh, shit. Let's, let's move on from CZW, man. I think, uh, I mean, we haven't seen the show, so there's only so much we can Yeah, I know, that's another, that's another hot-button issue. It's like, yeah. how could you dare talk about a show you haven't seen? I don't know, man. I, I fucking watched over 10 years of it live and i know all the players and um like if i were to watch like i don't know fucking 18 movies that were related to each other and then heard everything that happened in the new one i could probably comment on how i feel about the progression of the characters and and the reaction that i'm getting from people who are into the movies so i know you guys can't grasp the concept of me talking about something that i haven't physically watched fucking three hours of but that's kind of that's kind of where i get it you know is is i kind of know all the players i've I've seen this i've heard that again i'm not saying that was a horrible match because that would be fucking stupid because i didn't see any of the matches you're not hearing that you know yeah. so it's again it's i don't understand how to re- explain reality to people who just want to create their own rules on how facebook works and how how people's opinions should go but it is what it is yeah, and that's and you know, when you're talking about you haven't seen the show, you've seen some of the highlights when people post, you know, on Facebook and stuff. So you have a basic idea of, you know, most of the main spots on these shows because they're posted on either live feed or you know whatever the case is. But people post it up. You don't have to watch three hours of it to get the basic idea. You can literally spend <laughs> three minutes on Facebook and you know, run down the card. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, let's talk about this real quick, man. It's not uh, indie-related, but uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens apparently got sent home from their UK tour because uh, apparently they have bad attitudes, and they've been giving creative a hard time. And um, remember Jim Cornette had this issue with them back in the day, and he, call- he pretty much called this. He said they were going to get basically fucking uh, squashed in the WWE because of their bad attitudes. What do you think of this, man? Because I mean, do, do you have an issue with, with people standing up for, you know, if they believe, like, an angle is shitty or... I don't know, because I, I can, I can kind of understand it from both sides. It's like, dude, you guys were wrestling in front of fucking 55 people. Now you're making, like, you know, like 200K a year. Just, you know, like, take it for what it is right now and try to do your best with it. But at the same time, if, if you're really passionate about what you do, then it's not always the money. And, and that's a guy like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk that, you know, don't really give a shit about the money. It's just like, dude, I want to do what I want to do. Um... You know, the thing is, I mean, when it comes to, like, your opinion on things, in the WWE especially, I mean, you you better be sure you have a fucking solid enough spot to have, you know, creative control and to be able to actually, like, chime in on things and not get sent the fuck home. Right. You know, some people, you know, some people could say some shit and some people can't. Like, if someone, you know, starts off at your job and... You know, they don't really have the best standing with management, and they start fucking telling you what's wrong with the place. You're not probably not going to work out. I mean, if you have 
person who's been there a while and has some respect and then starts to say this or that, it'll probably carry a little bit more weight and you're less likely to just get sent home for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know the, the exact circumstance or anything like that. I know, you know, those dudes, especially Kevin Owens, has been super over and has done t- tremendous things with the company in a short amount of time, too. Yeah. Even, you know, I mean, it, you get to the point where you're doing an angle where you're fucking legit headbutting Vince McMahon in the fucking face. <laughs> like, right. you're probably not disliked. Um, I don't know. It's It's kind of surprising to me, you know considering all of like what i just said you know his standing with the company's seemingly been very good again i don't work there so i don't know but i wouldn't think he's disliked there um yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's mostly with creative i don't think he bumped heads with like triple h or anything i think it's with a lot of the writers but at the same time i don't understand why he'd be mad because it's not like he's getting buried like you just mentioned he's been in a fucking angle with vince mcmahon you know yeah, that was a month ago yeah, that was a month ago, dude. When's the last time Vince bled on TV? He bled for Owens. You know what I mean? It's like it's not. I don't know. I I, I think uh, they probably should have rethought that. I don't think they're getting buried. Sami Zayn's probably getting the biggest push he's ever gotten in WWE right now with Owens being heels. So I don't really know what they're bitching about, but hopefully it doesn't hurt them too much, man. Because I really like those dudes up there. And I don't really watch it at all, but good for them. From what, from what I hear, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they get back on track and, you know, still get the push they're getting. And, you know, because it's good seeing those guys on TV, even if I don't watch it. Yeah. And um, let's go into this, man. Barbed Wire and TNA. TNA is doing a no-rope barbed wire match, which I've seen some of the pictures, and it actually looks, like, fucking decent, you know? They got fucking barbed wire everywhere. It's old school. They got, like, the chair wrapped around and a ton of barbed wire like they would back in the day, not, like, you know, fucking three ropes of it. Um and they got Sammy Callahan with uh, OI4K or Ohio's for everybody or against every whatever the fuck they're called in TNA. But it's OI4K and Sammy Callahan against um, Homicide and EYFO, which are LAX and TNA. And uh, they did the skewer spot. Now, before we get into skewer spot, let's talk about Sammy Callahan real quick. Because he just made his TNA debut last Sunday after we did the show. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny because I had DJ on and DJ was saying how loyal he is. And here he is signing with TNA and apparently he's going to New Japan. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck that means for the future of CZW and Sammy Callahan. But uh, you know, let's talk about this real quick, man. I can't, I can't see this ending well because DJ was saying he's going to make every single show next year. He already has the, the bookings in advance. All right. Wait till fucking TNA calls and, and they're on TV in New Japan. And... Uh, if he's doing both, man, he's, I, I doubt he's going to have much time to do CZW on weekends. Yeah, I mean, he sat down with the AAW management. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's, he sits down with all the management. And he made sure that AAW does not have conflicting dates with anything CZW has going next year. So Sammy Callahan is going to be at every CZW show. <laughs> so, yeah, he, so then he signed with way bigger things than AAW. And uh, you're probably not going to see Sammy Callahan. The thing is, is you know, I I I think this is a terrible idea having Sammy Callahan be the booker. For for starters, he's a fucking worker. He's a very popular, very heavily booked worker. 
I think you should have a booker who's invested in booking, invested in the fucking creative process. Not just like, yeah, I do this shit on the side while I'm on the fucking road. I, I script some matches. I throw some shit together. I figure out what I feel like doing with all these fucking guys' careers. I, yeah, I just, I just kind of figure out how I want the company to go, even though I'm like working everywhere else that, you know, that I feel like working. I got, I found a lot of better bookings myself, but I'll figure out. <laughs> what i want the people who are still there to do while i'm gone right it's just asinine it just it to me doesn't make any sense dj doesn't make any sense i mean he's i think the biggest thing with him overall is he's he's just a mark i mean he's the biggest mark he's he's from mark land as it is (laughs) um mark land acres (laughs) you know it's king of all marks um i mean he was such a fan, he bought his way into the business. I mean, he, he bought a company that was established, had a bunch of respect, had a bunch of loyal fans, and then just kind of did what he wanted with it. I mean, I don't think DJ had would be relevant in 2017 in the wrestling business at all. I don't think anyone would speak highly of him. Not that many people do anyway, but they're kind of forced to deal with him in some capacity because he owns CZW. But, you know, it's just... The inmates run the asylum where it's so fucking Sammy. He loves Sammy. So he's, oh, Sammy, you could do whatever you want. I trust you. Like, well, why? Why would you trust Sammy? The decisions that he's made so far, the the, the hot buzz and the this and the that, it it all looks like garbage. Like, this booking is shit. Well, it's worse than ever. DJ was doing a better job himself before Sammy. Which is is silly. I mean, I've never heard someone say DJ was doing a better job at anything. So he that's... was. It's. I mean, CZW is at its worst right now, as far as I can remember ever. I mean, this is like complete shit right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, this barbed wire match in TNA. Um, let's talk about this real quick because apparently they used the skewers. I think EYFEO gave uh gave the Chris brothers or maybe maybe both one of them. Which one did took it, Dave? Uh, Look yeah, like Dave. Dave Chris took it. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. And it was a shit ton of them, too. They didn't half-ass it. It was a fucking oh, no. bundle yeah. full of fucking yeah. skewers in this dude's head. And uh, I'll have you explain the rest because you, you know the Masada tweets and messages that went out. Um, <laughs> Yo, like, I'm on lunch at work on Saturday, and I just get these this fucking message from uh, Masada with the picture of that screenshotted. And he's like, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, they fucking did it again. When he was on my show, he talked about Sammy Callahan doing the skewers on Lucha Underground and how fucking pissed off he was. He was completely not cool with it. He tweeted about it. He Instagrammed about it. He Facebooked about it. He tagged motherfuckers' names in it. He, he talked on podcasts about it. There was, no, there was no thought whatsoever that maybe he was okay with it. Like, there was not like a, hey, I'm kind of on the fence about it. You know, I didn't really like it, but those are my boys. There was no comments that even resembled that type of shit. There was like, furious, you're stealing my shit, motherfucker. <laughs> like, Masada doesn't fucking mince words. Like, he was fucking pissed. So now, I mean, you just talked about what this is. This is the first barbed wire, no rope barbed wire match on U.S. television. You know? And on national TV, this is this is a big fucking thing. Going into that match, that's what they were all typing. Oh, our first ever on you know, and um, you know on network TV and all. I mean, real shit. 
Yeah. And what does he fucking do is Sammy Callahan in the match, Dave Christ, you know, JML brother, fucking do the skewers. And yeah, like EYFBO were the one that delivered it. Believe me, this was all the fucking uh, OI4K, JML. It was yeah, it was all them. Right. Dude, you're going to stick these in my fucking head tonight. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, they no, they seem to love that, man. I mean, David Starr, when he was a part of them, he took it from Joey Janela, I think. Um, Strickland recently took those from Masada himself, so a lot of well, those yeah, dudes, yeah. You know, a lot of those dudes, they've all taken it, so they're comfortable taking that spot. And, right. Um, I guess they're a fan of it, and they've been using. I don't know, man. I mean, everything is stolen, but I mean, this is this is really like Masada's gimmick, though. You know what I mean? Like, this is like his shit. He was fucking furious, so he messaged back and forth with me a few times. Fucking a minute later, my fucking phone's ringing. It's Masada. And he is going fucking off about... He wanted to jump in his car and drive to Ohio. Like, <laughs> dude, he's yeah. he is beyond fucking livid. So, talked to him for a little while and shit. Um, and then, you know, I had to go. I was on lunch and, you know, he had some shit to do. Um, by the end of the night, you know, I'm having fun with CZW because I'm fucking... I'm sitting here. I, I'm not really doing anything last night. So I'm just sitting there, I'm seeing, you know, fucking crowds not that big, and I'm hearing no results, and I'm just, you know, look, because I'm still interested, I'm still like, hey, what happened, anyone gonna tell me what happened, I can't find a fucking human that's there to tell me, like, what what's even happening, so I'm, yeah. I'm posting shit like, you know, if a CZW show happens and no one sees it, did it really ever happen, you know, like a tree fall in the woods thing, right. and, uh, you know, just just fucking cracking jokes and shit because it's like, what the fuck? Who cares the fuck? And um, he just he just starts chiming in at some point or another. Good fuck him, karma. He's posting like big fucking fuck JML things. Yeah. He's like, uh, here's your fucking here's your heat pussies. And like he's he was wow. fucking furious. And like I said, the David Starr thing had no relation to him saying fuck CZW and. Masada just took Q and was just like, yep, fuck them, on to bigger and better things, and fuck JML. <laughs> like, he is not playing fucking games. And, it, you know, there's some people like Joey Janela that's like, dude, fucking, he puts a little laughing emoji on my fucking thing, clicks the little laughing like button, and goes, dude, what hasn't been stolen? It? You're not fucking laughing at me, because I'm only responding to how pissed Masada is, and saying, yeah, that's fucked up, because, yeah, if your average person never saw Masada before and they're seeing TNA TV, they're going to go, holy shit, what the fuck did he just stick in his head? Dude, these guys are the craziest motherfuckers ever. There's people out there who were going to see that for the first time and think that's where it was created. Masada can't now take that to TV and do that shit because people go, oh, he's doing the thing like those other guys were doing. You know, that shit isn't cool for that fucking reason. So right. Janela could do all his laughing at me and all of this and shit, but I tell fucking Masada it's funny. That That's what you can do. Don't tell me it's funny. You're not doing your trolley Janela gimmick where you're telling me, ah, you don't know what's going I don't give a fuck what you think about me or my opinion. Go tell Masada it's funny because that's where I'm commenting. I'm commenting because he's fucking furious and I'm going, dude, I don't know why you guys think this is okay. So it's not just your your place to just come tell me, like, dude, you don't know shit. Like, good, tell him. I don't give a fuck. I mean, they do it, they do it. It's not my shit. It's not my gimmick. Yeah. Surely doesn't hurt my fucking, uh, my day-to-day, -day, but go tell him it's funny. I, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited about this match, though. This actually makes me look forward to TNA. So I'll actually watch this for once, and I haven't watched TNA for years. It looks nutty. I mean, it looks absolutely nuts. I, I don't know why they couldn't have just done an over a barbed wire match without the fucking skewers. Yeah. I feel like that was enough by itself, no? Yeah, I think they... I don't know. Do you think TNA is like going the hardcore gimmick now? They're going the hardcore route? I think TNA just tries everything they can to, to bail themselves out minute to minute. And if something works, they're going to run with it. You know, they've tried like the X Division shit. They've tried the the hardcore stuff with the Monsters Ball. They've tried, you know, I mean, they've tried the WCW invasion type shit with Hogan. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Invasion. Yeah, I think they've just, they just keep trying shit and trying shit. And if they catch some kind of hot buzz <laughs> they'll just uh <laughs> keep going with it this isn't the first time tna has done no rope though no no they've done uh they did sabu and abyss back in the day but was, but a, was that on a pay-per-view or that was, was that on, on a pay-per-view but they yeah. I, I think i'm pretty sure they did a uh, judas messiahs against uh abyss and that was on tv okay because i a lot of them like that were in the match were billing it as first time national yeah, tv i'm pretty yeah. sure that judas messiahs was on spike tv though Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Judas Messiah is a uh, what's his name? Uh, Ricky Ricky ben, uh, Ricky Bandera, something like mm. that from Mexico. Oh, the fuck that is. He's a okay. Lucha Underground dude. Uh, Mil Muertes. That doesn't help me. But okay. Mil Muertes. I've heard of him. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He's the one that was uh, doing the shit with Callahan, I think. Um, yeah, let's go on to the next one. We got. Uh, we already talked about Masada. Frankie Pickard. Prickard, whatever the fuck. <laughs> he uh, I even say his fucking name. That's fine, dude. Um, he has a new gimmick. Oh boy, he uh, he has a new gimmick, which basically came out right after Halloween. So you can just tell these dudes were bored out of the CZW dojo. Went to a fucking Halloween store, got all these costumes for like eighty percent off. And decided to change their gimmicks because it just made sense. So now they're dressed in like skeleton outfits. And I don't know if this is like influenced by Joe Gacy's little, you know, group. Uh, Mid-card mafia, as you call them. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. But they look silly as fuck, man. He has like a cape on. You know, he has the whole like gladiator outfit. And then his buddy's got the skeleton on. I, I, really, I, I have no clue. 2017 just boggles my mind. I think the positive thing of this is they probably got a great deal on clearance because it was after Halloween. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Just... 80% off, dude. That's that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. What do you want to be? I'll be a vampire. Okay. Dude, honestly, Shit. that's what I'm saying. I, I really think that's how it happened. Like, it's right after Halloween. These dudes were bored out of the dojo, went to a Halloween <laughs> store, and they're like, oh, shit, dude. This, I can get this whole thing for like ten ninety nine. Dude, let's just change the gimmick. Well, I'll be a gladiator. I don't give a fuck. I'll wear this. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're posting it on Facebook, and it's like, all right, well, good luck. I just think, like, you know, that, that same fucking 1099 could buy him a month of Planet Fitness and it would go a lot fucking further that's, for his career. That's, that's definitely true. You know? That is definitely true. But, uh, yo, uh, House of Hardcore. Um, yeah. I was a big House of Hardcore fan and went to, like, fucking all their shows that was in Philly. Uh, they've kind of fell off. I haven't really been following it recently. They're doing a lot of stuff with um, the Spirit Squad. Um, a lot of the dudes that were... They've squeezed, lost their spirit. They're just they the squad lost. now. Yeah. They Way better. Also hardcore also lost the spirit, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I don't know, man. They used to use guys like, you know, 
MVP a lot, Sammy Callahan, fucking Pentagon, RVD, um, even Sabu, you know, like big names. Now it's like Spirit Squad and fucking Bull Dempsey and like Billy Gunn. Those are like regular House of Hardcore guys. And uh, it's, I don't know, man. It's like $45 for admission, just general admission. It's That's really fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, my fucking... The craziest thing I've ever seen, I sent it to you, and this is why we're talking about this, but they have a VIP package, which pretty much just gets you, like, fucking autographs with the guys, your front row ticket. I, I don't know what else it gets you. 300 fucking dollars per yeah. ticket. Like, this isn't, like, you know, a family package. This is, like, per fucking person. Yeah. And, it, and it's funny, too, because they're, like, limited availability like bullshit like if you get 25 people fucking 80 people that want to pay you 300 dollars, you're gonna find a fucking spot for him yeah you fucking crazy <laughs> limited well, availability yeah let's see they got uh tommy dreamer shane douglas super crazy and little guido like old school ecw which honestly dude who wants to see any of these guys right now against joey mercury nick aldis and the spirit squad not really interested in that at all. Matt Cross yeah. and Petey Williams against a mystery opponent. That'll be good. They always do uh, crazy fucking three ways. Uh, Billy Gunn and MVP. Nobody cares. Austin Aries is going to have a live microphone, which means yeah. shoot time. So. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's CM Punk now. It's great. Yeah. So Only not nearly is over. But... Yeah, exactly. 300 bucks, man. Yeah. Three hundred fucking dollars. And again, you know, we're commenting on things we haven't watched, which is terrible. But if you do spend three hundred dollars, I don't like you. So I I don't really give a fuck about the people who are legitimately spending three hundred dollars and, and being there and watching every bit of that. Like their commentary on the show, I don't give a fuck about because I, just something about the fact that you're spending three hundred dollars to watch Tommy Dreamer and Little Guido in 2017 makes me think that you're not my type of person. Yeah, there's got to be something to that 300. <laughs> I know they got that uh, convention beforehand. Unless it includes, like, all the autographs of people. Because they got, like, a ton of legends and shit like that, you know? Unless they got, like, like Sonny doing shit to people for the $300? Or... It'll fucking blow you for 55 dude. It gives a shit, you know? But, I mean, if they include, like, all the talent that's on the, you know, convention... Um, maybe like a you get like pass. free Skype time with Sonny or some yeah, shit. Free, yeah, you got Skype credits with with Sonny. Yeah. Skype credits for Sonny. Um, Sonny funny money. Yeah, I mean something like that. I can I can see <laughs> if it's the convention included with all the autographs, front row seat, all that. But just for the show with a like a fucking backstage pass, dude. Nah. Yeah, I that don't. Is, come on, we're not going to WrestleMania, dude. We're going to fucking House of Hardcore, you know. Yeah, this is why I don't have a problem saying I don't like wrestling. I just don't. I just don't. Uh, it's not my thing anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we hit pretty much everything. I don't think there was anything yeah, that we missed at all. I think all. so. Did I go through the topics that they uh, put on my thing? Oh no, no. We actually have a we have a bunch of questions. If you want to get into a few of those. Yeah, can... because I'd hate to fucking put this thing up and then just go. Yeah, we never brought that shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can we can shoot through those. The least I could do is fucking blow through them. You know. Yeah. All right, well, let's see. I, I'll I'll go through the ones that I got, and then you run through okay. the ones that you got real quick. Um, let's see. All right. Will CZW start paying fans to show up like Impact Wrestling? 
Apparently not, because they're just putting their crew in the fucking seat, so they don't they don't really need to pay anybody. They got uh Jimmy Lloyd, all the all the crew guys sitting in the crowd. Yeah. So Yeah. What's next for Jinder Mahal? He got uh he just got busted on fucking steroids, so that's fucking bad. like come on. Come on guys. You guys pushed him because he was on steroids. You're gonna turn around and fucking suspend him because he was on steroids. It's like it's like the Mark McGuire shit, you know? Right. Fucking veins coming out of this dude's fucking eyeballs, hitting fucking home runs out of the goddamn stadium. You're like, oh fucking ticket sales are at an all time high. There's motherfuckers in the river catching baseballs. It's fucking amazing. After after the strike, oh my god, baseball's back. <laughs> fucking McGuire Sosa, who's a white guy now. It, it's fucking it's amazing. Baseball's back. And then later on they're like, Yeah, those records don't count. He's clearly juicing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> come on. You just found that shit out. Same thing with gender. Like, come on. This fucking guy's got veins, places like you don't even know there's fucking there's veins there until you look at this fucking guy. He's like one of those um, what, what did they call that fucking guy that wore a bodysuit back in the day and explained the anatomy to people? Uh, I don't know. You remember that shit where you saw like, the veins I, yeah, only and the body, heart and lungs and shit? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But the only body, I don't know his name, but only bodysuit I remember like Giant Gonzalez. But... Yeah, that that's another reference. But there was another guy. It's like a I don't know. He explained shit. He was like an educational. It's like here's your fucking lungs right here. It's like you could you could see like every part of the fucking gender's under his skin. Like he's like fucking transparent at this point. He's yeah. so big. Dude, don't forget like Triple H and all these guys that are running this company all were on steroids. Yeah, Vince McMahon. You know? Yeah, they're not like fucking some dudes that are like, you know, that don't know what's happening right now. Like they they know exactly what steroids look like and a guy on steroids would look like and Jinder Mahal really fits the description so yeah he was a mid carter suddenly sure. fucking like 40 pounds bigger of muscle and fucking main eventing like no, I don't know how that happened at all couldn't have had anything to do with that yeah uh surprising one black Jesus how big is Batista's never mind nope. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. I wonder how many wrestlers are ever going to answer that question. You know, like K-Fabe commentaries is that gimmick where they ask them. Yeah, it's a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody actually answered that? Like any I wrestler? Does anybody really take that serious? Because I would like, I would think if they asked like a like a legitimate guy, they would be like offended. Like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, I thought we were doing yeah. an interview. Why are you asking me about dude's dicks? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That got old after like the first like few. You know, they really, they've really killed it over the years. But um. Does CZW get their bed sheets from Target or Bed Bath and Beyond? Where do you think they get their bed sheets from? <laughs> nah, man. It's you know obviously you know we joked about it being a bed sheet and this and that. It's obviously a screen, but like if you don't pull anything tight and you try to like project something onto it, it looks like a wrinkled fucking piece of fabric, a sheet or whatever. And it, it's just bush league shit. Again, I didn't see this show that I'm commenting heavily on, blasphemy and all. Um, so I don't know if they fixed the screen issue. Yeah. You got you got we got to let them know in advance that we haven't seen it so you know don't fucking don't fucking bitch about yeah, it. Yeah, dis- disclaimer. I have not seen this show and will say harsh things about it. Sure. Dude, I I honestly thought it was bad sheets though. Like all jokes aside, I really really legit thought it was a bad sheet. Nah, I didn't. It, they don't make bad sheets that big, honestly. Yeah, I just thought it was a fucking customized bed sheet. I don't know. Maybe uh I don't know. But uh and by the way, those were uh, questions from Anthony, and the gender question was from Chris. Um, you know, I like to shout people out when 
they send in questions. But uh, you want to ask the rest of the questions that uh, you put up over here? Yeah. Um, over here, I Jose, who uh, I think it was the same dude with the uh, Tourette's or fucking uh, whatever the fuck he had last night with the camera. The shit was jumping all over the place. Okay. Like his fucking Parkinson's. <laughs> but anyway, he wants to know if GCW versus CZW angle would make a good would would make a good for a storyline. I, I don't I don't think so at all. I don't think they're uh, I don't think they work together. Of course, like if these guys would work together and they were you know some kind of I don't know cooperative situation. I mean, they use a lot of the same talent, so I think it would be good as far as drawing lines of who picks what side and all of that kind of shit. And you know, you'd have turns to each faction, but it's just not realistic to happen. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it it could be cool. Like I liked Ring of Honor and CZW when they were doing that that feud. I actually I enjoyed that. Um, again, this wouldn't be exactly the same thing, but I think it would be interesting, man. I mean, DJ. You know, he said it before that he's he's open to the idea. I don't ever see this happening. Clearly, these guys don't like each other. I don't give a shit what he says, man. I don't think there is a, any working relationship between these guys, you know. He can say he attended weddings with them and all that good stuff. Like It doesn't matter, dude. They're not... They're competition. You can't, you can't mm, avoid yeah. that. But, yeah. um... I don't know. I mean, a, a cage of death buildup, I think, could be cool. You know? Do, like, a, like a Joey Janela... Schlack and fucking Tremont and Gage as like GCW guys, you know, and have them go against, you know, Sammy Callahan and fucking Shane Strickland. Obviously, Joe Gacy has to be thrown in there. Yeah. Ricky Shane Page, you know, it could be cool if they did some kind of invasion sure. angle where Tremont and those guys like turn on CCW from the inside and, you know, pulled off their shirts and they're GCW guys. I mean, it would get a huge reaction if that actually happened, you know. Sure. So, I don't know. I don't see it happening though, but it could be cool if uh, they work something out. Yeah. Uh, all right. What was what was the next question? Paul wants to know: Could GCW outdraw CZW if they went head-to-head tournament survival versus TOD? And I I think this is pretty interesting. Um, I think you know overall you're gonna get a better card out of um, the tournament survival. I think GCW is gonna pull out all stops for that. I think location based. I think tournament of death still wins it. I just think that's that's more of a destination. I think they've solidified themselves over the years for that. I think they're clearly going to lose a shitload of people. But if you're going to go like, you know, number for number, which crowd is bigger on that day? I think it's. I think both both companies lose out on it. But I think tournament of death winds up with a bigger number. Yeah, I'd actually agree 100%. I think uh, no matter what, TOD is always going to draw more. Just because it's more of an experience, you know what I mean? You're outside. It's 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 like Woodstock, you know. Yeah. By the way, I I said that before DJ was saying that. He took that shirt from me. He says it on every every fucking thing now. Oh, it's, it's the Woodstock of wrestling. Deathstock, right? Yeah, I I literally said that the first time we had him on the show. But uh, yeah, I think TOD is always going to outdraw that just because of the location. I think if they took it somewhere else where it was just like a regular venue, I think TOS would kill it. Um, yeah, I think the buzz is big enough now after these two years because they've just done fucking insane shit. So you know what you're getting when you're going into TOS with TOD the last few years, man. I, I don't know. You know, you kind of don't know what to get. You know, you get some really good matches, and then you also get like Jimmy Havoc and fucking RSP type shit. You know, or Jimmy Havoc and uh, well, no, it wasn't RSP. It was Connor Claxton. It makes it worse. There are some fans that are so drunk at TOD though, like. 
in the semifinals, if the whole locker room just came out and it turned into a concert instead of a show, instead of yeah, a wrestling okay. show, they'd all just be just as happy. Yeah. They're just, just like, rave. we're just going to play music for the rest of the fucking show, man. We're a little banged up. They'd be like, fucking rock. They'd be screaming out like fucking requests and shit. Like, <laughs> fucking Eat the Turnbuckle comes out and those like Spice Girl songs. Like, hey, this is pretty decent, dude. This is good shit. Yeah, they, they really wouldn't they care. Wouldn't so I think a lot of those people, they're... They're all in for TOD. Yeah, they can't tell the difference. But um, Ryan Ryan uh replied on on the last topic that we were just talking about with GCW and CCW. I want to mention this real quick. Uh, he 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 says he doesn't think that uh GCW needs CCW at all right now, and I tend to agree with him. Even though I think if they did an invasion, it could be cool. Um, do you think GCW would benefit off of CCW right now since it's kind of just like on a decline? No. Yeah. No, I don't think GCW would. I think they're doing. Um, what they need to do as far as you know, pleasing the fans. They again, they're completely giving the fans their money's worth. So as far as like, there's really not a lot more they need to do at the moment. If like I said, if anything, they need to do a little less just for the longevity of their company to stretch out what they're doing and and make it last longer and keep their shit a little safer. You know, as far as their their talent and their, you know, they're not getting fucking you know authorities called on them and you know just just keep it a little you know pump the brakes a little bit but i don't think anything more is even necessary i think right now they're on on fire i don't think they need to do a crossover with another company i think for the most part you do crossover angles when your shit is kind of running stale you know and you're like all right we need a little shake up and then you start merging rosters and shit like that but again i mean you mentioned a few people that are from the czw side that maybe gcw doesn't use as much but for the most part, they use everyone they want from CZW anyway. So it's not like a trade. If anyone benefits, it's 100% CZW getting a bunch of people that they don't normally use. Yeah, and a, a few months ago, honestly, if you asked the same question, I, I would have said that CZW probably would have gave GCW a rub. But I think at this point, they really don't need it. You know, Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying GCW has a bigger fan base right now because CZW is you know, longevity and just, right. you know. But overall, I don't think it's a company that you can you want to go head to head with and walk away, you know, benefiting from that situation. I don't think that's really looking at it in a realistic way. But yeah. yeah. But uh, what Ro- else we got? Rodney says, uh, "How great were the animated spots on Flair's thirty for thirty gimmick?" I I didn't see it. Did you see it? Uh... I haven't seen it yet, but I actually really want to see this because I heard uh, really good stuff about it. But no, I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I heard it was really good. Uh, I actually heard Bill Burr talking about it on his uh, on his live podcast, and uh, he was saying he watched like the premiere, and I guess Flair was there, uh, like fucking answering questions and telling like side stories and stuff. And the one thing that stuck out, he said, it was fucking hilarious. He's like, uh, he's like Flair told a story where he was blackout drunk, and uh, he said he woke up next to these two aliens because that's what he called chicks that he he didn't even remember hooking up with. He's like, so I wake up and there's an alien on one side and there's an alien on another side and my Rolex is gone. So I wake the two aliens up and I say, you know, hey, where did my watch go? And they go, you don't, you don't remember? And he goes, no, where's my watch? He goes, you don't remember? He's like, no, what happened? And he goes... You you threw it into a bowl of spaghetti and said I got fifteen of these fucking things last night. <laughs> it's just like holy shit, dude. And and you can see Flair doing that shit. Just yeah, you could fucking shit face. Like I don't even need this fucking thing. Like <laughs> yeah, I can see Flair doing that for sure, man. Flair's a fucking nutcase. That's you know. 
You threw your Rolex into a bowl of spaghetti and said, I have 15 of these fucking things. Yeah, <laughs> Trash the Rolex. <laughs> ruthless, man. That is fucking ruthless. Yeah, oh. Flair's a fucking man. Alright, uh, we got anything else? Any other uh, does CZW get their bed sheets from Target or Bed Bath Beyond, uh, Anthony's asking, which is pretty much the same shit that we asked. Yeah. Um... Uh, Cecil reminded me, um, Cage of Doubt is the new name for the December show in uh, CCW. Cage of Doubt is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. And um, although he tried a couple other versions, Cage of Doubt is, is without question the new fucking name. Hot Buzz will always be November's show now. And uh, Cage of Doubt, man, uh, come on. Because the past couple of years, I have gone into Cage of Death with nothing but doubt. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of it has been confirmed. Especially so, this year, man. Cage of fucking doubt. It's <laughs> true though. We, I mean, I, we don't even know where they're going next year as far as buildings. No, I, I have no fucking idea. Okay. And it's funny because they even put up like a graphic, like Cage of Death at the new CZW Arena. It's like, guys, you're you're doing interviews talking about you're not gonna fucking be there. Maybe you right. should not put that on the graphic. I don't know. I mean. You're the ones informing us that we're here and then we're not here. So why aren't you informing maybe your graphics department to uh, forget it? They misspell shit and everything else. I'm not going right. to. It's, it's, it's like a whole thing. So, yeah, but that's that's uh, I think all we got there. Um, you know, I think we covered quite a bit. So, yeah. I man, I, I didn't think we had that much. And we definitely no, got into quite a bit. Went through a ton of different uh, different topics. Yeah, definitely check out uh, Yakuza Kick Radio this Wednesday, 9 p.m blogtalkradio.com slash Yakuza. You got Matt Tremont on the show. I'm sure that'll definitely, yeah, be, uh, that'll definitely be interesting. And uh, definitely check us out with Schlack. And uh, we're also going to have John Draper on, Kevin Castle's brother. So he'll be uh, he'll be nice. on with us for a little bit. And, um, yeah, I think Homicide the following week. Nice. And, uh, yeah. we'll, see. we'll see what else. But, yeah, definitely yeah, subscribe I... on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, and I, I apologize to everyone out there who who doesn't think that I've seen any of the things that I've talked about enough. But um, that's that's just a fucking shame. Yeah, maybe maybe every week we'll remind them. That, my uh, my condolences. Yeah, that's all right. They'll live. They'll live. All right, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.